Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. We are rolling. We are rolling, G-Man. I, I love it how 89 just gives us that look like, y'all better say something, because we, we live. Mid-conversation. Man, we're, we're, we're back, and uh, and it's just a blessing to be able to do it again and have people tune in. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. It's an amazing opportunity to be able to talk and spend some time covering these topics. Last week... We covered being your authentic self. Yes, yes. And we want to continue that conversation. Uh, last week, we covered the, the first four steps of it. You know, to dream it, to believe it, and to see it, to tell it. And uh, so this week, we want to, we're going to close out. We're going to close out this thing with the additional three steps that I think are very important. Uh, so, uh, so as much as we're glad that you're dialed in right now, I'm going to advise, maybe you hit the pause button, go back. If you didn't catch last week, yes, and I'm betting you hadn't had a chance to really dive in because because you probably wouldn't have dialed in today, right? right. <laughs> you might be letting that one simmer a little yeah, bit, yeah, letting yeah. that one simmer. So we talked about dream it, believe yes. it, see it, tell it. Today we're going to talk about the next three steps, and I'm excited about this because I think you pointed it out. We were talking about it before the show started today. Most people are used to having dreams. Yes. Yes. And and to a certain extent we can believe those things. Mm-hmm. And we and we can see it happening to us and I think that some of us can even tell it. I think up until that point, the first four steps of the process, I think it's pretty easy for most people. Uh, and I think people do that every day and matter of fact, I know they do because New Year's is coming up and there're going to be a lot of resolutions. And those resolutions are going to be people dreaming about something they believe that they're going to keep the revolution, the, the resolution. They also see themselves doing it, and they're going to tell some people that, hey, this is what this is going to be the best year ever, right? We we always say that, especially you know when the new year has come. This is the year. This is the year. So so I really do think those four things are are, are things that that people can do, but unfortunately, you know that to me is the thunder. That's just a lot of noise. What we're going to talk about today is the lightning. Woo. That, you know, where it the all, where, yeah, the heat, baby, where it all come together. And as we say, the rubber meets the road. You know, so we talked about the thunder, and that could be scary. Mm. You know, when you got all that noise going on and it's rumbling. But think about it. You don't really get scared until you hear that lightning. And well, one of, the things you, one of the things you always say to me is, is you got to meet people where they're at. Yes. Okay. So, uh, if you're out there uh, listening, you're driving in your car, mm-hmm. um, maybe you're going for a walk, maybe you're at your office, whatever it is, take a moment, not while you're driving, but take a moment and, and pull out a notepad, take some notes, write out the seven steps. What I thought was really cool is is you actually, you said, okay, you know what, this week we're going to do Being Your Authentic Self Part 2, mm-hmm. and what you're tying together now is these seven steps. Uh, steps to success mm-hmm. you're defining success as being your authentic self well I mean is there anything else I mean to be successful to land on success but do it 
not as yourself, you're not going to be there long, and you're not going to enjoy it. I mean, there's nothing better than getting to where you want to be, but know that the whole time that you've been able to be you. And you have a better chance of being able to duplicate that success if you're you. But if I'm being successful and I'm not really me and, and I'm doing it because my mom want me to do it, my dad, or or I think I need to do it for my family or my boss or whatever, hey man, that, that work is a different kind of work. That's the kind of work that makes you start to resent things and to regret things. But when you're authentic, that means that you're bringing the right attitude, you're bringing the right behavior, and you're putting the effort into doing something that's important to you. So when you do that and you be the best that you can be, you're never going to regret anyone or resent anyone because all you can be is your best, right? All you can be is you. That's why being your authentic self is so important. Attitude, behavior, effort. Got to have it. One, one other thing I want to hit on real quick is that... Um, 89 has been putting together your Monday motivations. Yes. So we're going to tie this together. We did our magnify your the impact of your brand story. You gave a talk mm -hmm. on these seven steps. We're going to post that video. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then also the, the Monday motivations, we're also covering these steps. So we're, exactly. we're coming at you from all kinds of angles. And we're, well, we're going to continue to flood the waves with information and share this information and, and we're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna bring it well it's one of those things to where I think that when you want to do something you will find a way and when you don't you'll find an excuse so for me it's like look I'm gonna make sure that when we're when we're doing what we do that nobody can walk away and say I didn't know no one told me so I really think that information it, it, it's so powerful and it's what we need to grow and we either going to take the information and take the appropriate actions or we're not. So on our show, uh, in my content, uh, when I'm speaking, all the things that I do, even in the books that I write, it's all about how do I give the right information so people can maximize their potential or, or, or at least be who they really are. For me, that's what's important. So we talk about changing the picture in people's minds. Mm -hmm. We talk about going to war with a paintbrush. Yes. And we talk about building bridges mm -hmm. for others to cross. And one of the things that slows the roll right there is that you have a vision, you have a dream, you believe in it, you're seeing it, you're telling it. Life doesn't slow down for you. No, it doesn't. And we've been watching the news. We were just talking about shootings. Yep. Um, suicide. Yep. Um, life changing, life altering events. I lost my mom. I spent a month in the hospital mm -hmm. with my mom. You lost your dad recently. Mm -hmm. You lost your mother. Like, this, these are things where we have to be willing to say it's not going to be an easy course. And we talked about it last week. Do you project out, okay, the, the, these things are coming. we got to prepare ourselves for them. But how does that, how do you get through that? And how do these steps relate to that when well, you know adversity is coming? Well, I, th I think the main thing is, I think that any dream that's, in my opinion, uh, that I would consider a dream, it's huge. It's one of those things that you can't achieve without help. It's one of those things that you can't achieve without some things going right. Uh, so to me, when, when I think about dreams, it's like, look, adversity is coming. Not merely because it's your dream, but just because when people become disciplined and they start to 
prioritize themselves, they start to go, you know what, I want to make myself better. You and I both know that's when all hell breaks loose. Mm -hmm. That's when people attack you. Well, you think you're better than me. Well, you, you because now you're disciplined. And that means that you are no longer giving away your time. See, when you start taking away time from people who've been oppressing you, it's a problem. They're going to let you know it's a problem. But the thing is, life shows up for everyone, and it doesn't stop. You can be having the most horrific day of your life, and you look outside, man, it's still going on. So that's why these steps are so important. When you take the four steps that we, we discussed last week, the reason I think we can all do it, because those things don't require a real action. But the steps today, so let's just jump in, plan it. You, you got to plan. Success don't just happen. You have to plan it. And, and when you're road mapping that out, somewhere in the back of your mind, you just got to know there's going to be some, some, down, some days when, man, it's just not good. There's going to be some struggle. It's a part of it. It's a part of, of, of any plan. Everyone's going to be tested. And so if you're, if you're walking into any venture thinking that you're not going to be tested, well, that's your first mistake. That's your first mistake. Part of being successful and getting to the other side is really understanding that failure is a part of it. Failure, failure is baked into every success story. Failure is baked in. The difference is, is the people that can really plan and overcome the adversities, those are the people that you see standing. I don't think the people that do that get enough credit. I think when you see a, a builder, let's just use construction, mm -hmm. for example, who accounts for weather, who accounts for yes. shifting soil, yes. who accounts for sink, sinkholes or or whatever, you know, crew issues, whatever could come. You know, the ones that actually get through to the other side and build something that lasts, I'm not sure they get enough credit. I mean, you know, they're, they, they have a physical monument right mm -hmm. but but the architect the, the the planner the person that really takes the time to to think through that it's it's an undervalued understated uh, aspect of, of our society and who we are as individuals well because I think you know when, when we really look at our society right we we are into uh, we, we we I call it you know it's kind of like the microwave everybody talks about that all the time but I think we're just in a place where we like things to happen fast and things that last don't happen fast because things that last, in my opinion, have a solid foundation. And that takes time. You know, it's like we, we talk all the time about road construction. No matter what city you're in, there's something being built. And people are always like, are they ever going to finish? Well, I don't think people realize that when you are putting up a bridge or you're putting in new roads and you start to grade it out, you know, there's, there's a while where you can't do anything. you got to let, let the dirt settle. You got to let it get to where it's going to be before you come back and now you do the next thing. And so what they see is this inconvenience, but it's not. It's not really an inconvenience. It's just a process, and this is what the process takes. And it takes that sometimes, as Michael Jackson would say, you got to let it simmer, baby. Just let it simmer. You got to let it simmer. So planning is, is very important. You know, you, 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 have to, you have to lay out the best plan that you can. And the greater your plan, the easier it is to be flexible. The more prepared you are, the, you know, you, the more flexible you can be. But if you don't have a well thought out plan, 
when these adversities show up, man, you go into a real tailspin. And that's when people abandon their dreams, quite frankly. Because they start going, well, this is not going the way that I thought it would go. This is taking longer than I thought it would take. And they abandon their dreams. We talk about communication and, and how important that is. So as a leader, and, and like it or not, you're a leader. You're always leading somebody. Yes. You're always leading somebody, right? Oh, yeah. We talked about no, that no, earlier. No doubt on. about it. Um, but failure to communicate that plan is is a, another form of uh, of robbing somebody else of their time. And, well, and, it, well, and, it is, and, and you know, it, it's a it's a weighted word, but when you say oppression, mm-hmm. I think it gets uh, it, it gets associated with socioeconomic right. things, right? But it's daily. It is a very practical thing to pay attention to. Well, because time is, again, the one thing that you can't get back. It's, it's the one thing that you own that once you use it, it's really used up. Like you can't go out and, 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 and purchase more time. That's why I always say I think the biggest form of oppression is just time, the waste of time. Um, because lots of people, you know, when, when you sit down with them and you're telling them what's going on and you're trying to communicate and they're, they're nodding yes, 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 they're nodding yes, but inside their head they're going no. They don't really believe it's going to happen. So instead of just being honest, you know, they, they string you on. And so you wake up one day and it's three months later and, and nothing's changed. And to me that's time that's not well spent because you will never get it back. At the end of the day, communication is the key. Whatever I'm dreaming about, look, I, I'm the first to uh, pick my team and, and I tell them. Hey, here's what we're playing for. This is what I'm looking to do. Because that's when I'm going to find out who's really in and who's not. So when you plan it, you know, all those other steps that we had previous last week are, are part of that. It's telling the right people. I mean, if you tell the right people, I really believe they'll help you with your plan. They can help you lay it out. Maybe see some pitfalls that you don't see. So I think that's that's just very important to be able to communicate what it is you really want to do? We're hard on the leaders. We, we, we're hard on those in power, mm-hmm. right? And th- there's a shared responsibility in this whole deal. And this, and this segues into the next step. Mm-hmm. Work it. When you have the information, whether, yeah, I mean, don't impress yourself, That's right? right? That's right. Okay, if you put a plan out there, if you've got a dream, and you've already told somebody, well, now you got to own it, Right. If you're already telling somebody this is going to be done, mm-hmm. like you said, don't waste my time. Exactly. There's a there's a bridge that's been torn down in, in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And when my family and I first found out about this bridge, convenient way to get out of our neighborhood. Right. There's a back road, a gate they had to open up. When they first tore it down, they said, well, we'll have it built by January of the next year, by 2020, mm-hmm. right? Guess how far along it is, <laughs> and the and the ripple effect of that it's it's yeah. caused so much tension in our neighborhood because right. of traffic issues right. and, and uh, there's kids playing and people right. are, it's, so just the poor communication and in this small little example has so much of an effect and an impact and I know what's what's so important to you and something that you really want our listeners to to pay attention to is progress well again it goes back to work right so at the end of the day if if i've communicated a message to a group of people in a neighborhood saying hey listen this is what we're going to do we're going to we're going to 
reconstruct this bridge. Number one, it's safer, it's gonna be better, whatever whatever, you know, terminology they put around it, right? So so again, it's it's okay to to communicate that. So you know they've dreamed it, they they've seen it happen, they really believe it's gonna and they told you guys, right? They planned it out, and I'm telling you, it's step number six that just blows up everything. Work it. That's the step. That I'm telling you, that step right there, whoo, that four-letter word work. That's when you find out who is really there to get it done. That's where progress is either made or not made. It's when it's time to work. And so we can look back to conversations, and you and I, we, we talk about this all the time, and, and you know I'm always telling you about <laughs> when people tell me about progress being made, I go, well, I don't see how we've made progress because we're still talking about stuff that happened 50 years ago. We're still fighting those same fights. So how can that be progress? I mean, 100 years ago, it's still the same. That's not progress. Real progress is when you work through whatever the adversities are, when you work through whatever the obstacles are. That's real. That's how real progress is made. Like, you don't just talk about it. You actually get in and do something to move it forward. So, again, in the case of your, your neighborhood, those guys can talk about this all day, and they can give you excuses to why they're running behind, but at the end of the day, guess what? Progress is not made. The bridge is still not finished. Work it. Work, work is serious. I mean, you can't, you can't, you, and you can't outwork the work. That's the other thing. You know, <laughs> I remember one time my grandfather, and I've told you guys this story before, but I want my listeners to hear this, is, you know, being a kid and growing up and, you know, we had, you know, cattle and we had pigs and we had all these things that we had to work on the farm. And, 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 and my grandfather was a stickler, man, about getting work done. Like his whole thing was you need to get the work done. And then if you guys want to run out there and play and do all the stuff you want to play, do. but we, we got to get this work done. And so as a kid, you know, you're running around and you're doing the best you can because you really want to get the work done. Because now, man, I want to go play some ball, man. So my grandfather said to me one day, he said, he said, Alman, you know what happens to a cow on Saturday when you feed it on Friday? I said, no, sir. He said, the damn thing hungry again. He's like, you can't outwork the work. He said, so when you want to be successful, you can't outwork that. He says, now, if you don't want to be successful, that's easy. Risk nothing, do nothing, get nothing. So that's what I learned, that to, to, to be successful, you cannot work the work. And I don't think that most people understand that. Like they'll set a goal, and then they hit this goal, and they don't realize that, okay, that's gone. That moment of success is gone. Like, so you can try to sit there on that, but that's gone. So you either need to dream bigger or come up with something else because that is gone. That's the power of real work. We got one more step before we go there. Last year, we took a trip down to Tampa. Mm -hmm. I brought my girls. Yep. And we went down to see one athlete. Yes, now, we did. Now, now there was, you know, a couple dozen athletes on that field, but we wa we went down to see one of your athletes, mm -hmm. and I won't forget the experience of watching how she trained and how she put in work mm -hmm. uh, under the weather, so to speak, mm -hmm. on the sideline. Yep. 
talk to me about the athlete, the freak, super freak, super freak. Oh yeah, don't <laughs> of the week. Again, I, I think our listeners are starting to understand that this is one of the favorite parts of, of of the segment for me when we get to really profile people that because I think there's a lot of people that are doing work that. Um, don't necessarily get the accolades and people don't understand that it's far beyond what they're doing athletically. It's it's everything. It's, it's all-encompassing. It's about real leadership. So uh, this week, and, and on the show, I've, I've mentioned this athlete here and there, but she, she's literally like my daughter, like literally um, just an amazing young lady. But what you're speaking about is when we went to Tampa to watch the U.S. national soccer team play. And uh, so the Super Freak of the Week is McCall Zerboni. It's Mac. And and here's and here's the deal. So we go down to, to watch that game and, and you know I had told you that she had initially texted me and said, Hey, she was under the weather but she wasn't sure whether she was gonna play and I'm like, I don't care about that. I'm just coming down to see you because you know you're my girl and and, and uh and and daddy wants to you know, I gotta lay eyes on you just to make sure you're really healthy and, and all of those things. You know how it is sometimes. And we get there and, and so the game starts, and, and so we, we look over, and there's McCall. She's warming up and doing her thing. But as the game's going on, McCall is up on the sideline, and she's working out. She's moving. She's cheering the team on, but she's working out. So the next thing we noticed was what? Other young ladies on the team was up working out with McCall. Lead with your life. See, you lead with your life. She, you know, she wasn't doing that because... You know, she wanted the spotlight. That's just who she is as a person. So, you know, as her coach and mentor and all of those things, for me, it was very exciting just to watch that. Just to watch that, you know, all this stuff that we've been pouring into her for over the years, she really does. She really is a leader. You know, she has no problem being out front. Um, I mean, it took her forever just to be on the U.S. national team. You know, she shattered her elbow. She worked back through that. She's overcome so much adversity. Hey, people don't realize this at UCLA. She took them to the Final Four four consecutive years while she was at UCLA, but never won it. Never won it. It took her pro soccer playing for her to start winning championships. I mean, she just won won another one with with the NC Courage, but she's just one of those people. Uh, there's no quitting her. She, she understands what this is about. She understands it's about if, if you follow her uh, on social media, you'll see she's always, you know, doing things for breast cancer. She's always reaching back to the young ladies and, and, and trying to build uh, a strong leaders. To me, that's what this thing's all about. It's so much bigger than soccer. It's so much bigger than athletics. It's about someone who, who really wants to be a productive citizen. And, and uh, so it's just always great to watch her you know and uh, and I'm glad to just you know have a little little piece of that to be able to to encourage her and talk to her and let her know that she's doing doing the right thing and, and she's overcome a lot and uh, she's only going to get better though she's only going to get better episode sevens being your authentic self part two super freak of the week the almond gunner experience athletes Growing exponentially. Yes. McCall Zerboni. Yes. Way to represent. SoCal. Southern Cal girl. <laughs> I mean, and she, and she represents it well. So Outstanding. So very very proud of her. Very proud of her. Outstanding. That's so cool. I, and I can tell you that, that our family, when we tune in, 
We, we can watch her, whether she's playing on the Courage or she's playing for you. She's one of our absolute favorite athletes to watch. And, uh, and, and yeah, knowing, she's fun. I haven't had a chance to meet her yet, but I can tell <laughs> she's got she's got that almond gunner DNA. <laughs> that's and, right. And then the other thing that's that's that we noticed, and we talked about this in one of our earlier episodes, is that some of the athletes, and there was actually, I think it was on Lifetime, or, or there was, a, there was a, a segment done where they talk about her influence. Yes. And she's developing other yes. athletes. Yes. And you're seeing it on the field, and you're seeing it in, in life. And, and even looking at her Instagram, I know she's all over social yeah. media. Yeah, she's, she's definitely somebody that, that understands her value. And, uh, and so that'll, that'll bring us to that, that last step here. Talk well, to us about the, 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 the very, seventh, the number very, seven. The very last step is the one that, that I like the most. You know, if you can get through the first six, then you get to enjoy it. That's six steps. That you, you get to enjoy that journey. You get to enjoy doing all of those things, seeing yourself being successful. I mean, and there's no better feeling than that, to know that, you know, you have this sense of accomplishment, which simply says that you're disciplined. It simply says that you have the ability to stick to something. That's what I love about success. You know, it's not the success itself. It's just that process. It's just that journey that says you have the ability to have courage and to stay dialed in, uh, to stay dedicated, uh, to be in a moment. Again, that's what this is all about. And so that's why I enjoy what I do. You know, every day for me is, is, is a good day because I enjoy it. I enjoy the people that I'm around. I enjoy the people that I work with. But again, I, I created this. You know, for me, it's about creating the lifestyle that you want. And, uh, and if I've got to work, I want to work with the people that I want to work with and, and do the things that I want to do. I know how to stay in my lane, you know. You know, once you find your niche, once you find what it is, your, your purpose. So for me, it's easy. Since we're rolling sevens. Okay, and and I just noticed that McCall is McCall dash seven, seven because she's number seven. seven. That's number, number seven. That's right on the gram. That's right. Okay, okay. But <laughs> one of the things that I know about you is that you want to be accessible twenty four seven, twenty four seven, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. All right. Yes. Um, sounds a little super freakish to me. Um, the Astorio platform exists to empower storytellers. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity to build a platform alongside you, Coach, is just a dream for us. But talk to us about what you're doing with social media, with the podcast, with the videos, with everything that you're doing. What What's behind all that? Where are you going with well, this? Well, I mean, for me, I've always, you know, 21 years of being in business, I mean, I've just always had this philosophy is if, if I'm going to work with student athletes or if I'm going to be a part of, of helping an organization develop their people, that's not a part-time thing for me. You know, I should be able to to be around for you whenever you need it. I mean, that's just who I am. It's, it's like I, I, I say to parents all the time, if you have a person coaching your kid and if you can't reach out to that coach 24-7, they probably shouldn't be coaching your kid. Because to me, coaching is about developing. Coaching is about helping. And so I'm a coach whether I'm working with corporations or whether I'm working with athletes or schools, I mean, that's my take on it. So with social media, for me, if you if you follow me on social media, if you go to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you're not going to find any personal stories. What you're going to find are stories centered around uplifting people. What you're going to find is inspirational stuff. How, how, you know, here are some tools. 
because that's that's what I do. That's who I am. You know that that's what I believe in. I believe in in, in providing tools that people can use immediately to be better if they want to. You know, it's like my grandfather said, you're either going to use them or not, but at least you have them. My mother used to say, it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. So I grew up uh, just in, in a household and, and in a culture and an environment that says, look, if you're going to be an influencer, if you're really going to be a leader, then people need to be able to accept you. And that's not an easy thing, you know. It's not because there's there's days when you you know you do feel that you need that privacy, or days that you, but but I know how to turn it on, turn it off. But for me, my goal is to always, if someone reaches out to me, within 24 hours, I'm definitely trying trying to get back to them. But in most cases, you know, I, I do it a lot sooner than that because it's important. I'm trying to live for 2,000 years, man, and you just can't do that if you're not going to be accessible. Well, I think I think it's already done. I think I think you know with this information, and I know you're about to throw out a challenge for everybody here. I'm gonna throw out a, a pre-challenge. If you're if you're listening, post it, share it, share the information. Yes. Get out there and and and, and be a part of leading this movement. Be out on the front. I mean, we're definitely some crazy <laughs> dancing, you know, out here just. Well, I, th well I, think, I think, you know, for us, it's, it's, I don't even view that we do things differently. I, I think we just do things our way. I mean, go. I think that we, we, we know who we are, and uh, so that's how we put it out there. And, and I know for some people, that's uncomfortable. You know, and my goal is to make you uncomfortable. You guys know that. You guys, you know, 89 looking at me laughing because every day I'm in office, my, my only goal is to come in here and shake it up and to stretch you and, and I always say when I go and speak for corporations if I walk out and people are saying man what if then I've done my job if they're saying man what if you know I, I try harder or what if you know I do dream bigger what if, then, then I've done what I'm supposed to do I, I, I'm just there to encourage people to think big and then go for it that's what's important to me what are we doing this week so you know I, I guess since we're rolling sevens right <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we're rolling sevens. So here's here, here's the challenge for this week. And this is going to be tough for some people because they may not have this, right? But this week, your challenge is to find seven kids. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm talking kids who are from ages 18 back. We can go down to toddlers. It don't matter. It, 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 you know, I, it could be your family, it could be your friends, it could be a school. But I want you to take, have seven kids, have contact with seven kids and give them one thing that will help them grow. Give them one piece of information that you think will help them grow. Seven kids. Now, I don't see how that can be hard, you know, I mean, because that's what I do. I'm going to take over the world with 100,000 toddlers. It's going to be me and 100,000 two-year-olds, and we're going to run this joint. <laughs> so I, all I'm asking you to do is find seven, just seven, and give them one piece of information that you feel will help them in their process to, to being successful or help them grow or help them be who they want to be. One piece of information, just seven. Find seven. Find seven. Just roll seven. I love it. 
Being your authentic self. Part two. Part two. That that's a wrap. That that's a wrap. But yeah. but but I do want to throw this back out there real quick because um, one thing that that we closed out that session with with the business leaders was we're we're our tendency is to look outside mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. for that dream. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe there's somebody out there who's forgotten how to dream in the first place, right? And I know we we started this uh, this you know sometimes we get we get deep, we go heavy, right? But talk to us about about just where do you find that dream? Where do you where do you get plugged in? Well, you know, I, when we when we spoke to the business leaders, um, I told them a story at the end. It's a story that my grandfather told me. It's about a six year old boy that catches a firefly. And he wants to know what makes the bug light up. And so he goes to his mom and and, and he shows her the, the firefly and he says, Mom, what makes the bug light up? And, and and the mother says, you know, I'm not sure. Well, ask your dad. He thinks he knows everything. You know, the dad comes home. The boy does the same thing. He asks him, hey, what makes this bug light up? But, of course, the father, you know, he's deer in the headlights. He, he has no answer. And, and, and the mother's like, I'm not surprised. The guy never knows anything, you know. And the little boy continues to look at the bug, and then eventually he says, hey, I got it. You know, he says, Mom, Dad, I know what makes this bug light up. And they asked him what? And he simply said, it's what's on the inside. So every one of us, each and every one of us, have everything we need on the inside to be anything we want to be. So your dream's on the inside. It's there. You were born with it. Stop, stop looking outside of that. That's what I tell you, you know, when it comes to social media and that stuff, that, you know me, I'm old school. Because I think people have a tendency to look at other people's lives and go, why isn't that my, my life? Why? Because it's not supposed to be your life. Your life is something else. Look inside. That's where the real light is, inside. Find that, let that shine, and you'll be all right. You ever heard why six was afraid of seven? <laughs> 89 closes out. Man, I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. And every day is game day. Every day is game day. Thank you guys for joining us. We will catch up with you next week. We out.